Welcome to Faith City Outreach, where your host, Marina Maria, reaches out to the world to discuss Christian topics and providing biblical solutions, as well as praying for the nations. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. The music in this broadcast is provided courtesy of Zapsplat.com. Now, here is your host, Marina Maria. Scripture, Zechariah 2.5 over Faith City Outreach, which says, And I myself will be a wall of fire around it, declares the Lord, and I will be its glory within. Welcome to Faith City Outreach. This is Marina Maria with today's special guest, missionary pastor, David Coda from Arizona Ministry Native Missionary Network in Prescott, Arizona. Thank you very much for uh, driving from Prescott, Arizona to be on Faith City Outreach today to talk about missions. It's a pleasure to be here, Marina, again with you, and thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. I thank God for him bringing you again to talk about missions um, this time. Pastor Coda, now I know that you have had over 20 years of experience as a missionary pastor. What is the purpose of a mission trip? I believe the purpose of a mission trip is to, um, you know, I was just thinking about it this morning, to empower the pastors. And many times I believe pastors, they're, they're out without gas, and we're there to bless them, pray for them, anoint them, so they can get empowered and they can get excited for the ministry of what they're doing because many times they're very lonely out there. And as we pray for pastors, a lot of them come and say, you know, I feel so good about it. I feel refreshed. I feel like I need to go on some more. And I believe the purpose of a mission trip is just to empower the pastors because of what they're going through. And can you explain a little bit about your mission trips Some of us don't know about your mission trips that um, we've been on together and also with uh, many other pastors and Christian leaders. Well, I've done a lot of mission trips, and I do like three three mission trips a year. We gather people from all denominations and churches, and we get together, we pray together, and, and then we go across the reservation and we pray for pastors. And these are pastors, too. Yes. And Christian leaders. In in the team. In yes. the team. Yes. We right. have we have Sunday school teachers, we have business people, we have people that other they just they just have the heart for missions and when they hear the word missions they want to join us. So we just gather together, we pray together and we just do what we need to do, just bless the pastors also out in the reservation. Cause, you know, me myself, you know, being a missionary pastor in the reservation, I know how long they can get up there. But when you see like 20, 30 people coming to your church to bless you and pray for you, I get all excited about that. And when I see used to see things like that, and I say, I'm going to do the same thing also. And because you've been in their shoes and you know what it's like. Yes, exactly. Wow. And um, what does the Bible say about mission trips, Pastor Coda? Uh, the Bible says, you know, to, I believe, the Great Commission Matthew chapter 28, verse 20 says, you know, to go into all the world and take the gospel and preach the gospel, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And we're out there making disciples. We're out there battering for them also. And I believe that's 
that's what one of the great commissions that God wants to do. But we need we need to take care of business because the coming of the Lord is coming quickly. Gather together, be united together, pray together, and just make a whole bunch of disciples. Yes, and God desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. First yes. Timothy two four, right? Yes. And um, in it says, um, is God and God of the God of Jews only? No, He's not. He's also a God of the Gentiles too. Yes, He is. Now, what was different about the last mission trip you took compared to the rest of the other uh, mission trips you took in the past? The last one that we took was, um, you, you are you speaking about the one in... Um, the local mission trip, the, the, local mission the, trip. the Phoenix trip that we just took, the, the local mission trip. Well, what yes. was the difference? Right. Did you, did you notice anything different or was oh, it... yes, yes. What was, was the difference? I believe because of prayer, because we were praying even before we went. We were, um, there were months before we went to the mission trip, we were praying together. And I believe we. I have never, and I've been to many mission trips, and this is this is the, one of the first one that it was so powerful. I seen miracles, I seen healing, I seen salvation. People were slain in the spirit, and we seen a lot of good stuff because I believe the difference was because of prayer. Prayer will change things, and we will see great things in prayer. Amen. So that is definitely an important component to the preparation process of. Uh, before going on a mission trip, right? Yes. Is there anything else that's needed? Well, there's there's several things that can be needed. You know, we we just need to be fasting. Uh, everyone has to be on the same page, also. And I believe that we need to get together more often and just pray together for pastors, not only pastors but for the community. There's a lot of communities that right now they're struggling. There's it seems like God is not even there. And we need to gather together and just pray for those communities that the Holy Spirit will minister to them even before we get there, that the power of the Holy Spirit will be so strong that people will fall on their face and ask for repentance. Amen. Why is it important to take the right people on a mission trip? I believe, like I said, you know, we need to be in the, in the same page. And all of us, you know, God already know who's going to go on the mission trip on on, the, on those days. And God always puts the right people so we can be in the same in the same mindset and have the same vision. And it's, it's sometimes, you know, I, I think about, you know, who's going to be there. But God always puts the right people so we can be in prayer. And even though if it's a small group or, or, or big group, you know, God already has that group put to the side. So he can work through us. So when we get to the reservation, we will see great things happen in the reservation. And sometimes there's a there's a reason for small groups or big groups. Sometimes it's a small group. You know, we can get to know one another, pray for one another, encourage one another. And then we go to the reservation and we can do the same thing also. So God knows things ahead of time. Oh, and he, absolutely. He has he a does. reason. Yes, he does. Why the teams are sometimes different from... You know, the other teams, you know, as far as the amount of people going and um, who are going. What has been the response of the pastors after the mission trip? Has any of them ever called you and uh, commented about our trip? I always keep in contact with the pastors and they're 
they're excited that someone came over to their to their home church and just pray for them and encourage them. You know, it's great to have cell phones and things, and then you can call on the pastors. But when you actually physically get go to their churches and sit in their pews and hear their voice and get to walk around their churchyard and feel the spirit of God in the in the service and you know that's that's um that's something that's uncalled for because you know they said you have come a long ways travel many miles you make time just to come here to visit them and to pray for them and they're excited about it because we pray for them we anoint them and we also gave them a small little love offering that we have for them for the pastor also we just want to be a blessing to them and do you think that that's more that's needed more in our community is that we need to go and bless the pastors and pray for them and actually go physically there like what you do at the local mission trips? I believe it's it's much needed because a lot of pastors, they do so work day and night, and no one says to them sometimes, you know, you, you, know, you know what, you're just doing a great job, you know, we're praying for you. And they need to hear more of that, you know, and it's not for their glory, it's for the glory of the Lord, but... Once in a while, you just need to pat them on the back and say, no, you've done a great job, or you're doing a great job, we're praying for you, just keep it up. And they need to hear more of that, because living in the reservation, I didn't get to hear things like that. You know, I do so much work, and sometimes I'm so tired, so exhausted, and no one will say to me, well done, you know, you've done a great job. And But if I only hear something like that, I will get all excited and just pumped up and ready to do more for the Lord, for His glory. Right. So there's there's more edification that's needed for the pastors instead of hearing, um, let's say, complaints or criticizing or judging them. Yes, that's true. Yes. And I know also what's really important, too, is that I know this is what I do and when I'm in the audience in the congregation is that sometimes the Holy Spirit would just lead me to lift my hand up and just pray for our pastors. Yes. And um, I uh, do my very best to pray for them all the time when they're up there so that um, they are always blessed and always yes. protected by the Holy Spirit and not have the enemy come in to uh, disrupt them or distract them. What has been the response, um, or I should say, what was the in this previous mission trip that you took, um, do the pastors ever um, ask you to visit more often, to come back again? And do you do that? Yes, they always call me back or write me a letter and they ask me, thank you for coming, can you please come back? Or maybe they give me uh, a name of another pastor that really needs it also. And that really helps. And I get in touch with the pastors and you know, Marina, I, I always pray before we do the mission trips like that. I say, God, direct me to the right pastors, to the right community, to the right churches. That when I make that phone call, they will not hesitate, but they will say, yes, you know, we're open, come on over. And the doors are open. But, you know, the, it's it's a blessing to do something like this because I don't see no one else doing something like this. You know, going around to the reservation, not only to the reservation, but to his, uh, other churches of other denominations, to the Apostolic Church, to the Methodist, to the Beth- the Baptist people, you know, they're opening the doors also, the pastors, because they know there's something that we have that they need. They need more of the power of the Lord. They say, can you please come to my church also and be a blessing to my community, to my 
congregation and to the pastor also. And, and, and I will never say no to them because, you know, the gospel is for everyone. Right. And we need to see unity in our community as we go. That's good to hear that uh, other pastors are referring you to others. So that way there's that support that's needed yes. with um, yes. between the pastors and from different denominations. Why are local missions just as important as overseas missions, Pastor Coda? Well, I believe that um, our local missions, you know, the Bible says in Acts 1-8, you know, when they were empowered with the power of the Holy Spirit, and you will, you shall be witness in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. And this is our Jerusalem right here, that we need to minister to the people here. It it is great to go overseas and see the needs over there, but let me tell you, to be to be uh, to be straight with you, it is a lot cheaper to go to the local missions here than going to a foreign country because this is our foreign country. Not everyone can go to a foreign country, but we can go to the local churches around in our own community here, in our own reservation, in our own state, and minister to them. We can, you know, like I said, not everyone go to foreign missions. I've been to the foreign mission, I've been overseas and ministering to them also. And I've seen great things happen, but God will let you know where to go also, and He will give you a burden. And if you have a burden for missions, I encourage you to jump in there, do whatever you can for the Lord, because local mission is very important because. There's missionaries coming from other parts of the world to minister to the people here in America also because we have left, it seems like we have left God out of our churches now. Right, and if we someday want to be an over, uh, be a missionary overseas, um, why not begin here, right? Yes. Locally in our own backyard. It's a good training right here in our own home state. Now, why do you think that... Um, well, actually, let me ask you this question first before I get into the funding of missions in churches. How do you? How does your mission trips get funded? Through many other churches that are supporting me. I usually write letters to them, and I let them know this is what we're going to do. Can you send a little extra? And, and some of them have been very generous. You know, they put in some more extra money there, and and that, that helps pay for the gas, for the our church van or whatever we're using for the motel, if we need to stay in the motel for the food and so forth. So it's mostly through people, families and friends and churches there. They they send the funds in, and the Lord always supplies the need. And uh, do you see, or at least what I have noticed, is that a lot of churches um, are not funding um, mission trips. They're not making it available for the congregation to go on mission trips. There, There is a mentioning of mission trips, the opportunity to go, but each person needs to go out and get the funding on their own. Yes, I believe that, and there will be more rewarding also. And there's, you know, there are some churches that they don't support missions or they don't have no no missionaries. They're not supporting them, no missionaries at all for monthly. But I believe that God will bless a church when you're able to support missionaries and give to missions. I know of some churches for years and years they don't give nothing to missions and they're struggling right now. Some some of them churches they even close the doors. 
but churches that are supporting missionaries, it seems like they're growing, and the Lord has prospered them with members and financially, and I, and I have seen it before also what God is doing. Wow. Now, when is your next mission trip? Well, we have we have one in coming up in the month of April, April the twenty fifth to the twenty eighth of two thousand nineteen, and we're heading down to the Navajo and to the Apache Reservation, and to the Hopis also. And I believe that they're looking forward. I've been making some phone calls, and everywhere that I call, they want us to be there. But this will be April the twenty fifth through the twenty eighth, Thursday through Sunday. And so um, now they're, you're having more mission trips happening throughout the year. Yes, as, as the Lord provides, and I believe that we need to do more for the Lord and get more people involved. More people are, are showing interest in coming and joining us and just to pray and just get involved. And I believe there's God is doing something in the hearts of a lot of people now today. Amen. What advice would you give to someone who is interested in going on a mission trip? Well, they they must be in prayer first. They must be willing to abide by the laws or the rules that we have also, and just to encourage them that they need to be fasting and praying and get excited for missions, because once you get hooked in missions, let me tell you, after mission trips, you will feel, still feel like you're energized and you're going to have the power of the Lord with you. But it's exciting to do missions. You know, I, I grew up in doing missions ever, ever since I got saved and back in 1973. And let me tell you, God has always put something in my heart very special that I've been taking people from from all over and you know, to different places. And I, have, and I always say to myself, this is my last mission trip, but... I come back and I come excited because what God has done. I seen people got saved, healed, and in the altars. And and when I get back and I sit down and I go back and go to my house and I start thinking about everything that happened, I just get all excited all over again. And I said, and then I start looking at the map and I start looking at my calendar. Say, well, and start so putting the on dates and calendars and so forth, and it happens. Well, you're a missionary pastor at heart. Yes. And that's why God chose you to be one. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Because you true. have the heart for it. Yeah. This is Marina Maria with Faith City Outreach. I am talking to today's special guest, Pastor uh, David Coda from the Arizona Ministry Native Missionary Network in Prescott, Arizona. And we are discussing, discussing missions. So, uh, Pastor Coda, what else... Uh, could you share about missions that we haven't discussed or mentioned yet? You know, I, I was looking in the book of Isaiah, chapter 6, verse 8, where God is saying to Isaiah, and who shall we send and who will go for us? And Isaiah said, here am I, sent me. And and I believe that God has chosen me for a very, very special job. And that's been in my heart and your question was what again, Martin? I'm sorry. Is there anything that we have missed that we have not discussed about mission trips that is very important for the audience to know? Well, yes. For the I, listeners to know. When when we get together, I believe that we need to pray together before we go out to the mission field. 
and allowed each one of us that God was used the ministry that God has given to us. And I believe that's very important. Right, and for have and to have everyone use their their spiritual gifts. Their spiritual gifts, yes. That the Lord has or the Holy yes, Spirit absolutely. has given them. That has been uh, so I, I have to tell you that the last time when I took the when I went on the mission trip that I agree with you that it probably lasted for a whole week that the oh, Holy really? Spirit was with me. Oh my. I mean, it was so strong. It stayed with me so strongly that it was some of the days it was hard to sleep. And um, I could just remember that the Holy Spirit would just wake me up and just want me to pray. And so I just started praying and it was just so strong. I really, yes, that would have to be great. the probably the most memorable, um, the most powerful mission trip I've ever taken in the past. It just lingers with you. Yes, it lingers with me. Yes. And I was, and I actually prayed, I think on the third or fourth day, I prayed, I said, Holy Spirit, please stay with me because that weekend I had a, um, oh my, I had an interview. Really? And so I asked and, and it did, he did, he stayed with me. Um, Till um, till the end of the interview, you so know, I was extremely thankful. You know, Marina, you're not the first one. There's a lot of them from the mission team, prayer teams. They were experiencing the same thing also, oh, wow. and they will call me or they text me and say, "We're still fire off, you know, for the Lord. Let's do it again. I'm ready." Yes. And even uh, an, an older man in the team said, "I'm fire off, and I'm I got my suitcase ready. So when is the next mission trip?" And it's so wonderful to experience something like that. Yes, it's so energizing and so uplifting. Yes. And um, it was also a struggle for me because I had to go back to work. And when I went back to work, it was so hard to focus on work. <laughs> yes. Because all I could think of was being out there on another mission trip and praying and Heal in and just praying for the healing of the people and just praying over them and just praying over the pastors and just going from one church to the other. And it was so hard to focus because I just wanted to be out there again and again. Yes. But I had so much energy too that um, I needed to also pray to focus on That's what I was doing because you know, God wants us to focus on our on our the work that he's given us. <laughs> you know, Marina, I, I think about the scripture when Jesus looked upon the multitude uh -huh. and the Bible says he had compassion over them. Amen. And I believe that's the same thing when we look upon the multitude. Yes. He gave us that compassion and we... We pray for so many people. We travel so many miles. We did. It was just like a 24-7. We were always doing something for the Lord. And that should be our goal because, you know, this, those days are dedicated to the Lord. It, it is not about me, but it's about God, to glorify God. And we allowed other people to seek what we have. And when we leave that place, we want to have that place even better than what we went Amen. It's so true. And um, I also wanted to say that um, we it's it's important that we um, not only fast, but pray, but place God first in our lives. That's true. If we place God first in our lives, we have that love and we yes. will show the love of Christ to people. And sometimes we don't even need to. Um, I mean, yes, spreading the gospel 
is so very important and is true. But there's little moments in time where we meet people that sometimes being present there with them, being at their side, um, comforting them, and just um, showing the love of Christ, that right there they will sense it and they know that. Yes. And so that's also just as important as um, uh, spreading the gospel. That's correct. You know, the Bible says to seek a first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and all these things will, will be, be added, added to on, them. On Matthew to them. six thirty three. Yes. yes, that's yes. one of my favorite scriptures. That's so powerful. It is. Amen. Pastor Cota, thank you so much for driving from Prescott, Arizona, to um, be here in the program to share about missions. I look forward to our to our next mission trip that is in April. And yes. uh, would you give me the honor to just pray for okay. the pastors that we visited in our last mission trips and also for the pastors all around the world and anything else that the Holy Spirit is leading you to pray for? Okay, you want me to pray right now? Yes, please. Okay, Father, we just pray right now in the name of Jesus. We pray for AIC, Lord God, the student body, yes. Lord God. We pray for all of them, anointing with a blessing, Lord God. We pray for Pastor R, Lord God, and, and his pastor's wife, Lord God. I just pray for a double portion upon them as they minister the word of Jesus. Lord God, we pray for those pastors that we visit this past November, Lord God, that your anointing will be so powerful. We thank you, Lord God, for their life. We thank you for their for their fear, for what they're doing for you, Lord God. And we just pray, Lord God, that you would just open doors of many opportunities for them, that many souls will come to know you, Lord Jesus. Bless the pastors, Lord God, all over across the reservation, Lord God. Anoint him, bless him, protect him from danger, Lord God. And for we know there's a lot of ugly things going on. There's witchcraft, there's molestation, there's many things going on, Lord God. And I just pray, Lord God, that you will use the pastor that they will bring hope, Lord God, to the, the, the people that are depressed, Lord God, that there will be a great revival upon the reservation across all over, Lord God. There's so many churches, there's so many people, Lord God, that don't know you. And we pray for them right now, Lord God, that for a special anointing over them. And Lord God, those churches overseas, Lord God, also we pray for those missionaries. We pray for the pastors, Lord God, you have called them, Lord God, they're far away from their family, from their countries, and Lord God, and I just pray that you would just protect them and bring them comfort, Lord God, when they go through hard times in their life, that you would just encourage their hearts, Lord God, that they're not alone, but you are with them, Lord God, because you have said, I have not forsaken you. I will always be with you, Lord God, and we pray for them right now, Lord God, Holy Spirit. We thank you for all the good things you have done for us, Lord God, and for them also, Lord Jesus protect us. We love you with all our hearts, Lord God. In Jesus' name, we give you the authority and the power, Lord God, that you're the almighty God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. If you're a pastor or a Christian leader and are interested in being interviewed in this program, please email me at fcoprogram at gmail.com. Si usted es un pastor o líder cristiano y está interesado en ser entrevistado en este programa, por favor envíeme un correo electrónico a fcoprogram.com. 
if you are looking for a church in Phoenix, Arizona, I invite you to come to King Jesus Christ Ministry at 3106 North 35th Avenue, Suite 3. Their phone number is 602-688-8888. 602-688-8888. Si estás buscando una iglesia en Phoenix, Arizona, te invito a venir a King Jesus Christ Ministry en 3106 Norte en la Avenida 35, en la Suite 3. El número de teléfono es 602-688-8888. You have been listening to the Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria as she interviews Christian pastors and leaders to discuss scriptures and topics affecting the Christian community and to pray for the nations. If you need to contact Marina Maria, please email her at fcoprogram at gmail.com. If you are looking for a Holy Spirited and bilingual church in the Phoenix, Arizona area, I invite you to King Jesus Christ Ministries at 3106 North 35th Avenue, Suite 3, Phoenix, Arizona. Zip code is 85017. The music used in this broadcast is provided courtesy of Zapsplat.com. Until next time, Marina wants to remind you from Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.